Hey guys, welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast with myself, Holly, and my co-host, Leah. This is episode 34, and today we are going to talk about the post-show slash post-diet transition, uh, which is something that myself and Leah are currently in the middle of right now, um, and we thought it'd be very topical to kind of run through what our plans are, how we're feeling, both physically and mentally, um, how the transition is going, what we're struggling with and kind of what we're enjoying. I just think it's like a really, really important phase um, because it's very easy to feck it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's something that's not really often talked about because I always find that you see people on Instagram that are posting their prep updates and check-ins every single day. And then show day happens and their prep is over and they just disappear off the face of the earth never to be seen again until next prep. Um, and no one ever really talks about the post-show period and the post-diet period because it's hard. It's not very glamorous. It's really difficult to adhere to. Um, and a lot of people struggle with it. There are a lot of barriers uh, and people slip up all the time. And I think a lot of people feel a bit ashamed when they don't completely comply to the plan that their coach has set for them. Because you always think, like, I've stuck to a diet for weeks, like 20 plus weeks, how is it so hard to stick to a post-show plan, especially when my calories are higher now, my cardio is lower, why is that so difficult? So I think it'd be interesting to go through kind of the psychological aspect of it as well, because I think this is the most important part. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much it. So Leah, do you want to kind of run through when you stopped competing and you transitioned into your kind of diet post-show diet phase I don't really call it off-season yet because I feel like it takes a little bit of time to establish the off-season so the post-show transitionary period um, what plans did your coach set for you you know when you woke up the next day and when you checked in what was kind of the first thing that he implemented okay so I already had my plans in place before I competed so I knew exactly what I was doing after so the plan the plan was to have basically a nice meal after the show. So go out, enjoy a meal. Obviously you've worked really hard. You've got your family and your friends with you. It's nice to just go out and enjoy yourself a little bit. Um, so I went out, had a five guys on the Saturday night. And then the plan was to have the following day, basically just enjoying some different foods. So basically going out, having a few meals out, enjoying it, not worrying about tracking it or, you know, not following a plan as such, just going and enjoying the day. I actually pushed that back a day because I had a shoot on the the Monday, two days after the show. So basically we had one kind of, I don't like calling it an off-plan day, but you know what I mean? Like a day not following the meal. Untracked day. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Untracked day. One untracked day. um, And then the rest of the week was straight back to low food. So the same calorie targets, the same meal plan as leading into the show. And the purpose of that is was basically because you know when you're eating out and stuff especially post-show you tend to gain quite a large amount of like water weight because you're eating food you haven't eaten you're eating a lot more food volume it's obviously like a lot of it is generally like takeaway style food so it was just to bring things back to like a solid point um but I was very wary of this because of previous experience so I didn't actually eat I didn't go mad. Like I had two meals out and I'm not going to lie. I didn't eat anything between the two meals out. So it was two meals basically that I ate. They were just bigger meals. So my weight didn't actually jump up that much. But anyway, back on the low food days all through the week, 
um, just to let things settle. And then I basically had up until the Friday on low food. So basically like five days post-show of low food um, just to bring things back. And then that that was it until my first check-in. So I didn't have my first check-in until a week post-show basically. And then did my check-in. And then from there, we pulled food up higher. So it came, it's come straight up basically. So before the show, I was eating like 2,800 calories on a high day. And it's it, it came straight back up. So I think my my high day, um, my calories on a training day have come right back up, similar calories. And then rest day is just a little bit lower. Um, so yeah, that's ba- still on a meal plan. So apart from that one day where I had a bit more flexibility, I've still been on a meal plan post-show. And then I have one meal a week where um, I can basically go and enjoy a meal out or whatever, but it's capped at 1,500 calories. Mm. And I just swap that for one of the meals on the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's basically the plan for now. And we're now two weeks post-show pretty much. How are you feeling like mentally as well? Um, struggled a little bit more the last kind of couple of days, I would probably say. Um, I think initially it was like the, the post-show high, like everything's exciting. You've just competed. You're excited. And then things start to settle. You realise that you're still hungry. You don't have a show anymore. You're still doing cardio and you're slowly starting to gain weight and it's a little bit of like a come down I think and it's quite tough um and I think the same with everyone when you've come to the end of a fat loss phase it's like something that is such a big focus of your life is now gone um temporarily and is not in the imminent future and it's like you've still you still wanting to tick all these boxes off but that that goal is gone um and to be honest, I wouldn't say I've struggled. Like I've, I've, I've been fine. But I think again, the more you do this, it does get easier because you know how you're going to feel. Um, you know you're still going to be a bit hungry. Um, you know that you don't want to go and just eat everything because it's not going to help me you feel any better. So I do think because I've done this before, it's made it a lot more manageable this time around, and I've kind of known how I was going to feel a little bit more. Yeah, definitely having those expectations as to what you're going to struggle with and what hurdles you're going to face will help to equip you to better kind of manage them the second time because I think the first time everything is new everything is novel and you have no idea what to expect so it's very very hard to navigate situations like that when like you've never experienced them before whereas when you've gone through it the first time you kind of make your mistakes hopefully learn from them so that the second time around or the third time around you know what's going to happen you know what's ahead of you and you can kind of prepare yourself for it yeah yeah yeah. And I do think as well, having a plan really, really helps in mm. terms of knowing exactly what you want. Not, not necessarily a meal plan, but having a plan in place. Because if you just, and this is the mistake I made before, if you just come away from your show and you think, oh, I'm done now, I'll just go back and do whatever I want. Then very quickly, the weight comes back on and you're still hungry. And, you know, it's just not, it doesn't make you feel very good. Whereas if you can keep a good structure, like all the same habits that you've had through that fat loss phase, you want to maintain through the period away from, you know, that transition. Mm-hmm. So for example, like keeping the same sort of foods in, like keeping um, the same meal structure, like making sure you're getting protein in your meals, like keeping your steps up, you know, you know, those sorts of things. And they just set you up for a much more successful transition then away from the the fat loss phase and also if you're doing all these things like you're keeping the low calorie sources in, you're keeping the food volume in your rate of weight gain is going to be so much slower than if you just come away from that show and just consume everything that you possibly want yeah yeah and it, it's definitely the harder route like it's easier to just say feck it it's over I can eat yeah. what I want I don't need a plan I don't need any structure 
but it's going to come back and bite you on the ass because obviously your body is used to a very, very regimented approach. So if you go from one extreme to the other, it's not going to go well. Um, so you just need to be very, very careful there. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how's yours been? Because obviously you've just finished your final space as well. Yeah. So I finished my diet early September. So it's actually been a bit of a bit of time. Um, and initially it was really hard because I was kind of in between coaches at that point. So I was kind of in this limbo phase for a good six to eight weeks where I just didn't know what I should be doing. I tried to like set a plan for myself and I tried to stick to like the same calories that I was eating for the diet. And then I'd have an extra treat and then I'd feel, oh God, I need to rein it back in. And I'd go back and try and stick to the original diet plan. And it just was, it's just hard. Like, cause obviously like I have the knowledge, I'm a coach myself, but I find it, I just couldn't coach myself because either you're too lax and you forgive yourself for things or you're too strict when you don't need to be. It's hard to find that balance of being objective. So I find the first couple of weeks quite difficult because I didn't have a structure set out by anyone. I was no account, I wasn't accountable to anyone. I didn't check in with anyone. Like I was kind of just on my own. Um, but then I started working with Joe. Um, I am like three, kind of three weeks in working with him now. And it's been so good to have someone lay out a structure, have a plan, have like an actual strategic approach to getting to the goal where I want to be. So he automatically like pushed up my food. Um, I was trying to adhere to like kind of quite low food and he pushed it up. Um, he obviously implemented a new training plan for me, which has a, like a completely novel training progression scheme, which I've never done before, which is basically where every week you increase sets and reduce your reps and reserves. So I've always been kind of someone who just trains the same top set, back offset and trained failure for everything. But I knew I needed a new approach because it wasn't really working for me for a while. Um, so that's novel. Obviously, more food. Um, just having a whole new plan and structure was quite exciting and motivating. So ever since I've had that implemented, I've stuck to it really, really well. I haven't had any issue um, adhering to that plan. Recently, over the past week, I've been ravenous, like really, really hungry, even though now my food is now about a thousand calories above what it was. Like I ended my diet on around 1500 calories and now I'm close to 2600 daily. Mine don't fluctuate on training day, non-training day is the same. Um, and I find that every time my food increases, my <laughs> hunger increases at the same rate or even yeah. more so. Um, so I've been very, very hungry the past few days. But I suppose it kind of shows that your body is kind of utilizing it yeah. uh, the way it should be, which is probably a good sign. Um, and in terms of check-in photos, like my body composition is still holding really, really well. And it looks like we're kind of like in this post-show, post-diet phase, like kind of recomping nicely, which is good to see. Um, and it's just motivating really like to check in with someone and for them to kind of notice the improvements. Whereas when I was on my own, I was checking in kind of with myself sometimes and just looking at where the body fat's going and not really yeah. paying attention to what what other progress I've made or, you know, am I gaining muscle or am I getting fullness back or size back or shape back? I wasn't looking at that. Mm -hmm. It's good yeah. to have someone objective to point out these things like, oh, you look fuller here. Uh, you look tighter here. Uh, this has definitely improved since last week. And yeah. that's quite motivating. And just having that long term plan. And also what he's done is he set out like a 20 week plan ahead of us. So I know for the next 20 weeks what's going to happen roughly. Obviously, it will change you know, week to week, depending on the response. 
um, up until like the end of February 2022. Um, so that's kind of motivating to see that far ahead and then to kind of decide from there what I want to do. So I am excited. I think it's something that obviously it's really, really hard to transition from a dieting phase to an improvement season, especially like I struggled so much and I've talked about it before about all all the challenges I faced this year, both in terms of starting off my fat loss phase in quite a suboptimal position in terms of body composition. I know I gained far too much body fat for, you know, to be optimal. And that was, you know, that was something that just happened. Um, and then obviously I had, I experienced issues with my thyroid. Um, I find it very, very hard to lose weight. I struggled for a long, long time and the, and the diet ended up much longer than it was meant to be was intending to prep obviously that didn't happen so I just did a few shoots instead so it's been a hard road um and the focus has been fat loss and dieting for so long at this point like getting leaner looking at the scales go down all that kind of stuff so to transition away from that focus and then kind of gear more towards you know obviously the initial gain of body fat trying to progress in muscle tissue and strength and size and shape and everything like that it's just it's just a weird one because for so long your focus was I need to be leaner I need to be leaner I need to be leaner and then all of a sudden it's not and you're like I need to kind of redefine my purpose a little bit because in a prep and in a diet you're all in on fat loss that's all in whereas an improvement season you can't be obviously but you're also kind of expected to not be so rigid to not be so tunnel vision and to have a more balanced approach and a multifaceted life, which can be a bit tricky as well. Um, so trying to reestablish all those other parts in your life that you kind of put on the back burner for a while, that's tricky. Yeah. And there's just a, there's a lot to balance. Um, you probably expect a lot more of yourself now that you're not devoting your life to prep. And it's just hard. And I think people need to forgive themselves a little bit initially if it takes a bit of time to set themselves back, back up again, because you can't be just productive from the get go again. Like it is going to take time. You are going to suffer from post diet fatigue. It would have accumulated the whole time and you never really got rid of it until because your food has never been high enough for long enough to, you know, recover from it. So it just it just takes time. I think transitionary periods are always hard um because you do feel a bit in limbo we don't really know where exactly you sit and once you establish yourself in an improvement season and you're used to it and you're no longer focusing on what happened in the diet and what you were doing and you can kind of focus on what on the now I think you settle in like you do settle in like I remember when I finished my prep in 2019 I've been dieting for like close to 30 weeks at that point it was a really long prep like my first show was September my second one was until like end like end of November um, and I remember messaging Danny Bosworth because I knew she had taken like a significant off season and I messaged her after the show being like, how, how do you get used to off season? I just was struggling so badly. I was terrified of losing this, the identity of being lean. I've been dining for so long. I was just like, I don't know how to get out of this feeling mm-hmm. that I just feel like, what is the point? Like, I don't want to gain body fat. I don't want to go into an off season. I just want to be dieting. And she helped me so much just saying like, you, you will get through it. You will settle into it and it will become normal for you. It's not normal right now because it's not what you've been doing, but you will adapt. And all of a sudden you'll forget about the time you were dieting. You would be yeah. thinking, you'll think to yourself, like, I remember in my off season last time, I was thinking to myself, how on earth did I do cardio every day? I couldn't even do one session right now, even if you paid me. Um, whereas in 
prep you just go into prep mode and you just get yeah. up to your cardio it's just mindless whereas in off season you just get so settled into it that you're like cardio no way you know it's just like <laughs> it's a different mindset that you have to settle into and it just takes a bit of time but you always do get used to the now and the phase you're in you know so yeah and I, I also think what you said in terms of um like just shifting the focus a little bit because obviously even with like clients we work with for example that don't go to that extreme they still go through the process of losing body fat um obviously being a little bit hungrier and it can still be really hard after to then, to then transition away from that and I think what a lot of females struggle with as well is accepting the idea that you know you you may gain a very small amount of body fat and a lot of people as well females um in particular are, are a bit nervous about potentially what might happen when they build the food up but I think just looking at that and say you've got um someone that's been dieted and they're finishing off on what 15 16 1400 calories whatever they're on and then they get a little bit nervous about coming away from that because they've got to the point where they're pretty happy with where they're at like they feel more confident they're a little bit leaner and then the idea of them bringing their food up is a little bit scary because they don't want to lose all this progress they've worked for and it's actually then accepting you know accepting the fact that you can't live the rest of your life eating 14 1500 calories a day and you have to build that up so I think it's just it that can be tricky can't it to deal with initially yeah. but I think as well once you've done it once and I was actually having this conversation with one of my clients yesterday and we did it in a way that it was nice and slow it was nice and controlled and we actually managed to keep her really really lean similar actually to where she finished the loss phase and her calories are now much higher so I think it doesn't have to be a case, especially if you're not competing, like you don't have to, you don't have to put loads of weight on and you don't have to, you know, put loads of weight on. It's just a case of bringing yourself up to a healthier, more sustainable calorie intake. And, and again, still shifting the focus, isn't it? Away from the scale and photos and putting more of an emphasis into how's my training going? How do I feel? And all the other positives that come along with moving away from dieting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just thinking to yourself, like, what are all the other things I live for and that are important to me that aren't just about losing weight and getting leaner? Like, I'm sure you have lots and lots of values outside of this that are important to you that you may have just, you know, let slide over the past few months while dieting. So bring them back. You know, what do you value? What do you appreciate? What do you love in life? What do you want to focus on? Because there's so many other things that aren't just losing weight and seeing scale go down because that's really quite a minute thing in the grand scheme of things isn't it yeah exactly and putting the emphasis as well I feel like this really helps me when I come away from fat loss but really like throwing myself into my training and looking at getting stronger in gym like feeling more energized in sessions um like being able to concentrate more in the day and put more of a focus onto work um you know this and enjoying things like being able to go out with family and friends and eat a meal out together and I think it's just appreciating all the things that come along with not being in a fat loss phase and enjoying those rather than focusing on the negatives and you know making yourself feel bad because maybe you're not quite as lean as you were like pull yourself onto the positives and look at what you can gain from it rather than focusing in on the negatives of it yeah really really helps me yeah and I think what is quite useful now is that show season's kind of coming to an end and obviously summer has come to an end and it's getting into winter and like there aren't that many people that diet over the winter period and over Christmas period so you're not alone if you're transitioning away from the diet and the focus isn't getting leaner anymore and you're kind of focusing on 
transitioning into an improvement season, building up calories, building up strength, that kind of thing. Like a lot of people are doing that now. So it's not like you won't feel isolated doing yeah, it, definitely. which is quite a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah. So I think definitely focusing it in on the other things you can gain from not being in fat loss is really helpful. Um, what was I going to say then? I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, who knows? <laughs> this is what happens. I still can't think properly, even though food is now higher. No. Um, oh, yeah, I know what I was going to say. Something that I think is really helpful as well. I've already kind of touched on this a bit, um, but really just focusing on keeping up the same habits because I feel like this honestly has been such a game changer for me because you know, when you come away from dieting and you just go and eat whatever you want, you're going to feel watery, you're going to feel bloated, you're going to feel uncomfortable in yourself. Whereas if you can still feel good, feeling like fueling yourself properly, you're eating plenty of meals, you know, your digestion's still good, you're drinking plenty of water, you're still getting your steps in, you're going to feel a whole lot better in yourself. Even if you are a couple of pounds heavier, you are going to feel better. You are going to feel better in yourself than if you What's he laughing at? I think the dog's done something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but the dog's done something. Mad. <laughs> um, you are going to feel better in yourself if you can keep up a good routine and keep up your meal frequency, keep up your food choices. You're going to feel so much better rather than just kind of throwing in the towel and thinking, sod it, I'll just go off and eat whatever I want. And then you're in a position where you can build your calories up nice and high, whereas what you don't want to happen is go off, do whatever you want, make yourself feel like rubbish and then feel like you want to go and diet again because you just end up in this horrible cycle of like not really progressing and still being hungry and not, you know, whereas if you can build it up, you can actually get your calories up pretty high, be eating a lot of food and still staying relatively lean or not pile a load of body fat on yeah I would say that don't think to yourself oh it's the improvement season everything changes think to yourself that it's just an adjustment of what you're doing like you have a plan and whether you're dieting or whether you're in an improvement phase it tweaks slightly but really the foundation is the same you still have a training plan you still have a nutrition plan and you still have other targets to adhere to they just change slightly so for example your nutrition plan you might have more calories but you still have the same structure you can still adhere to the same like meal times yeah amount of meals the same structure there you might just have a little bit more food in certain meals or all of the meals but it's still the same structure so don't think to yourself this is completely different I can eat whatever I want you know it's really a free-for-all because there is still a structure involved and you know it is important to have structure regardless of the phase you're in to progress because you need to you know have that focus have that routine uh so don't think to yourself it's either dieting where I'm really really strict or it's off season where I go balls to the wall because there is still structure in an off season um especially if you want to make optimal progress yeah I think it's adopting it more of like a lifestyle and a mindset rather than thinking I'm dieting and then I'm not dieting everything changes Think of it as like all these things you've been doing fundamentally through a fat loss phase, you want to adopt those as long-term habits that you just keep up all year round. So I think starting to shift your mindset from being like diet, not diet, all or nothing to like, okay, these are just habits that I just do. These are like part of my life now can Mm -hmm. really, really help. And it helps keep up the, um, you know, like the longevity of it as well, which can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. And so I think like getting into that sort of mindset can, can really help. And then, 
also just being okay with the fact that yeah you may gain a little bit of body fat but it's really not the end of the world as well mm-hmm. and I think this is something that I still struggle with at times it is it's hard like it is hard and I even found myself like at the weekend it was, I was at the Battle of Bedford on Saturday and I was at NFM UK on Sunday and it was probably the first events I went to where I've been in this kind of like in, like more calories improvement kind of transition and I was like really hyper aware of it. And I was like standing next to girls who are competing. And I was thinking like, am I going to look really fat beside them? Or, you know, do they look super lean beside me? Or am I going to look stupid beside them? And the first time I was like really aware of my body and what I looked like. Yeah. And I know it was definitely in my head because I was looking at pictures after being like, I'm fine. Like I'm, I don't stick out and no one's going to look at me. Thank God, who is this fat girl here? Because like I'm still in good shape. But like just because I've lost that like tiny bit of extra leanness most people probably don't even notice, especially when you're in clothes and you're not like in your check-in photos. Cause obviously check-ins are designed that you see every single nook and cranny of your physique, you know? Um, but if you're wearing normal clothes, you're out and about, like no one's going to notice that extra five to 10 pounds. It's, exactly. it's really not noticeable. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's remembering as well, like fat loss is relatively quick and straightforward when it comes to it. And I think what can be useful as well is, remembering that you don't have to stay really really lean all year round if you can for like a person for example that's not competing that just wants to feel good feel happy like you can sit within a range Mm -hmm. so maybe you might you're still going to have all these good habits that you built up but you might go through periods where you do try and build your calories a bit higher and you know you try and get a bit stronger um and maybe do gain a little bit of body fat but then you know you're within a range where if you've got a holiday you've got an event you can pull things back a bit you know how to diet and you can get a little bit leaner again and it's just remembering that that can happen relatively quickly Mm -hmm. but whereas trying to build your calories up trying to build a bit of muscle it does take a bit more time and you have to stick with it for a little bit longer so it's worth investing into that and if you can get your calories higher as well and build a bit more muscle a you're going to be able to eat more food and maintain your weight B, you're going to look better anyway in terms of when you build a bit more body fat because you're going to have more muscle mass. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you diet it down this time and you thought, God, I thought I had more muscle than this, then you know you need to go into an improvement yeah. season because that's when you build the muscle. Like when I dieted down, like I was happy with my body composition. I knew I definitely improved my shape from last time, but I was like, there's so much place to grow from here. And I was like, there's that, like, there's so many improvements I want to make. And I'm not going to do that if I stay lean and stay eating 1500 calories. It's not going to work. Yeah. So I know I need to invest this time. So, yeah. Yeah, it just sets you up so much better as well. It's just reminding yourself, like, long term, you can spend that time building your calories, getting stronger, getting a good amount of food. And next time you then diet down and go through a fat loss phase, you will look different. Whereas if you just stay lean all the time, you're never, you're never really going to get those improvements. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the thing we always talk about is instant gratification versus long term investment. Like, yes, if you stay lean all the time and you eat no food and you run yourself into the ground, you're going to look lean 24 seven. You're always going to feel good about yourself, but you're never going to change. You're always going to look the same. You're never going to look better. You're never going to put on muscle and you'll probably end up looking worse, to be honest, because it's hard to sustain that for so long without muscle mass kind of being eaten into eventually. Um, so if you're able to say, okay, I've had my fun, done my diet, I feel great, but now it's time to put in the work, invest some time, build my food back up, gain strength, gain muscle and work on improving my physique. Next time I die down, I'll be so grateful to my past self for doing that because 
it is an investment. It's hard because you don't see the results straight away, especially like as you're gaining muscle and you're also gaining a little bit of body fat, it's harder to see it. So you really do just need to put your trust in it, Um, but it will pay off in the long run and you just need to invest that time. And like, yeah, I just think it's really, really important to realize that, that instant gratification is not your best friend. Yeah, 100%. And I think with this, it does get easier the more you do it as well. And it is a little bit scary when you've not done it before, pushing your calories up initially when Mm -hmm. you lean. But like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're going to just gain a load of body fat. Obviously, mm-hmm. over time, you you may gain a small amount of body fat. If you're in a little bit of a surplus, which is ideal for building muscle, you are going to gain a small amount of body fat, but you're not just going to wake up one day and, and look completely different. Like, it's not going to happen. It's a really slow process. And if you get to the point where you truly feel really uncomfortable, you don't have to push that anymore. You know, you can just kind of hold things where they are. It's not just going to happen overnight. Yeah. Yeah, so- like it- yeah like there are I feel like what I found is when I was going to the improvement season I was thinking like what if I feck it up over one week and I've ruined it and I'm gonna have to like go back into a diet but like you can have periods of holding weight you don't have to be gaining every single week if you like because at the moment say my rate of gain is targeted at like half a percent a week um so if one week I do 0.7 a percent a week or 0.8 that's okay because it's an average. So the next week I can aim for a bit less. I can try and hold my weight for a week or two. Yeah. I can even drop into a deficit for a week or two. Just get my body, get a pound or two off and go back. Like it's not all or nothing. It's not gaining, gaining or fat loss, fat loss. There is like you tweak it. You can adjust it week to week, you know? Yeah. So it's not as black and white as that. There's definitely room for, you know, wiggle room in there. So. Agree. Yeah. But I think the main thing is just because females as well are drilled into a lot about oh get leaner like fat loss um where's the dog <laughs> the dog is on a rampage um because it is drilled in a lot to females about getting leaner like losing body fat etc sometimes you have to go through that process and especially like we spoke through in the previous podcast you know about spending the time setting yourself up for a successful fatness phase it ties in really well to what we've spoken about today in terms of when you diet you get those negative effects of dieting and it's worth investing the time to get yourself back in a solid place again mm-hmm. so yeah. just looking at it from that perspective as well and remembering that if you want to grow glutes if you want you know the illusion of a smaller waist with like bigger rounder shoulders and more muscle and more more definition you have to go through that process of building yeah exactly and it's not we know it's not as fun we know it's not as sexy it's not as glamorous but you need to do it and then just focus on all the fun you can have focus on the meals you can have with friends on the events that you have energy to go to on all the extra stuff that you can do now that you have like a little bit of extra food and you feel like you're energized focus on all that stuff because you were probably a walking zombie towards the end of your prep or your diet and you probably weren't very useful and you're probably a bit miserable and people were probably avoiding you. So <laughs> make the most of the fact you have some energy, that you're not as moody, that you're full of life, that you can be animated, you can chat to people, you can socialize, like be a normal person and just like live live your life, just enjoy it. Like so. Yeah, and that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, I've already started. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of different foods since I finished. So it's only the beginning. There's plenty to come. Yeah, exactly. And if, if you've got any questions, if you're struggling with any part of moving away from dieting or you're not sure like what to do, just feel free to drop either of us a message because we're obviously going to do the same thing right now as well. Exactly. Yeah. So 
if you need any support or advice or tips or just like someone to listen we're always here uh, because it can be hard we've had our struggles uh, I feel like we're doing well now because we've set ourselves up for productive yeah. time obviously we have coaches that will guide us which is very very important um, but we are always here to help if you need us so yeah definitely okay amazing well hopefully that was hope, hope hopeful <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hopefully that was useful and we'll be back next week with the next episode thanks guys oh and don't forget to if you do tune in please share to your story a little screenshot and tag us because we yeah. really like when everyone does that and we really appreciate it um and yeah you can find us on instagram i'm at holly davidge and leah is at leah hall fitness so do check us out do give us a follow do tag us in your stories and yeah any suggestions for any future episodes just let us know um but yeah that's pretty much it hope you have a lovely day and we'll talk to you soon bye